Uh, welcome back to the show without report on the uh, increase in size of trees from Donal Big Doe O'Brien. Now, uh, my next guest has come to us all the way from New Zealand. Uh, he's an expert in predicting the future uh, based upon the size of, uh, of a pupil in a, in, a, in, a, in a new, in a baby animal, is that right? Baby animals, yeah. Yeah. Um, Luke Gobney, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. I'm delighted to be here. I love the country. It's just gorgeous. It's really like, you know, home from home. Yeah, you're, you're on a world tour, Luke. Um, That's right, yeah. Just uh, trying to teach a few people in local uh, communities about how to better predict kind of... Um, important things for their so own people, communities because so, so, everybody, you know, weather's more important to some people or some people. Find. Yeah, I mean, you got your start kind of predicting the weather for people. That's right, yeah. And um, to a certain level of accuracy. Um, but then um, you, you also made claims that you could predict lots of other things. <laughs> well, I'm not sure how I like the, the way you're putting that. Um, uh, well, you know, I mean, some, I mean, some would doubt, of course, <laughs> the, uh, if anyone would have the ability to predict the future. But, um, okay, well, I didn't mean to get us off on the wrong footing here. No, no uh, and, I, you know, I should be used to it at this stage because, you know, it's funny. It's, what's funny is you'd think that the more something happens, the more you get used to it, wouldn't you? Just generally as a, as a statement. But actually, when something bothers you, when somebody says it, and the more they, the more people say it, say it, the worse it feels. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm hearing so. a lot of sort of disbelief and kind of, you know, like I'm some sort of kook. And the more I hear it, the more sad I get. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it must be frustrating. I mean, to be given this gift and and to to find people disbelieving it but but tell us now so so beyond the weather what what else have you been predicting for people well i predict a lot of things about traffic yeah. um i predict things about good times to play so one of my colleagues there sorry i'll join you in a moment join you yeah i do like that um <laughs> he's uh, he's just waiting he's for your balloon at you there and just asked if you liked it and you say you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, what's great about my team is that we're always working on a load of different projects at the same time. So predictions are one one part of the company, but also on many other things. I'm kind of a Elon Musk character, I suppose, or a Richard Branson. Right, okay, so so an entrepreneur in ways. Yeah. Um, so, so... Yeah, we still haven't got this uh, uh, quite yet. Um, what else can you predict for people? If people want to come to you, what can you predict for them? As I say, uh, traffic, um, the best times to do certain activities, like the best time to the best time for you to um, take lunch or to play. Um, I can predict. Uh, right. So a lot of um, uh, lifestyle things. Uh, in a way, I mean, it's almost not prediction. Like it's just, it's just like telling somebody when to eat lunch. Like that's a lot of people would predict things further in the future. But 
you just... Well, I think, I mean, I could predict when would be a good time for you to eat lunch uh, next year, if you like. And, and do people need to bring an animal to you to have those predictions? Um, well, I, I have actually a number of animals myself. Um, and But if you prefer to use your own animal, this is one of my animals here. Oh, this yeah. is Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Okay. So Jerry's Jerry a there. dog. Jerry just... Just walk past us, not well, that interested. Well, you know, because we do um, see the animals as colleagues as well. Okay, right. Because obviously they play a, a, an important role in, in, in well, our yeah. business. So Without them, I mean, would you be able to, unable to predict things without them? Absolutely, that? absolutely. I mean, what would I use as uh, the, as the circle you, of my son Have dials? you tried using a, a, a baby? What about your, cha- your, your colleague with the balloon? How does that factor into it? <laughs> It's um, Damon. Uh, Damon is running some experiments at the moment on um, when is a good time to uh, have a balloon. <laughs> um, I don't really think it's what would be the funny. Ba- what, sorry, no, it just seemed like a strange thing. Like, what would be the bad... I mean, when is it a bad time to have a balloon? Well, when is it a good time to have a balloon? According to Damon's research, which is published in one of the journals that we publish If you say... House, it's good to have a balloon at a birthday party, then I think we're going to be, I think everyone's well, going to be a actually, step ahead of you. Well, that's not one of the, the top ranking ones, but perhaps because Damon has not been invited to that many birthday he parties. He hasn't actually tried. Well, he has, but, you know, statistically, his birthday appearances with a balloon, it's kind of like negligible. It wasn't negligible. A, right. But um, bad places would, um, according to Damon, be in our small shops. Because he's found that uh, in small shops, like the, spe- spe- specifically if uh, the small shop Sorry, is, there was a bee there. That's another colleague, actually. Um, that's Bruce. Um, Bruce is running some experiments about um, small flowers. And uh, when is a good time to plant salt? <laughs> when is a good time to plant salt? Surely <laughs> gardeners already know about when time to plant flowers like well we need to do our own experiments and we can use that information as a kind of um so, a normal okay but hold on let me get back to the balloons or so it's not it's not good to have a balloon in a shop a small, a small shop. shop yeah why is that again just because sometimes the people who own the shop don't really like it. <laughs> okay i see and what about when's a good time to have a balloon um, a good time to have a look. Well, if you look at Damon at the moment, Damon is obviously here um, outside and really enjoying himself. He's over there on the bench. Can you see him? Cat. Oh, he's there, yes. Yeah, so he's really bouncing that up and down. Yeah. And when he's bouncing it up and down, there's actually a sensor in the balloon. And when he bounces it, that, that uh, registers. And that's how we then can look at the data about how much he's enjoying himself. <laughs> and we match that up with triangulation data and GPS stuff. So we know that now in a playground, that's where Damon is at the moment, it's great to have a balloon in a playground. He's obviously very, yeah. you know, it looks he's like he's um, attracting some other uh, colleagues and yeah. um, or future colleagues. I'm not sure. They're a little bit too far in the distance okay. to know if they're part of my team. But uh, yeah, he's, he's he's definitely having a good time with that balloon. So now we'll be able playground. to use that and publish the okay. data, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, interesting. Now, um, you're going to do a little prediction for me. That's right, yeah. Um, you've brought along what? Um, this is a. Uh, this is a gerbil. A gerbil. Okay. Well, that's very manageable size, isn't it? Hard to see the size of the pupil, though, on a gerbil. I would think. Well, actually, the whole eye 
unachievable. It's kind of like a pupil. It's really um, because it's so small. You might know, might as well be, you know. Right. You know, for your information, that's all you need to know, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> I, I have I had three questions for you, which I asked you right. earlier. Um, um, so we'll just run through them here. The first question was: um, Is it is it a good time uh, for me to um, invest in the uh, stock exchange? Just measure it up against the sun here. I mean, yeah, a lot of people would think scary. the pupils are just there to react to light sources. Yeah. And they open and close depending people, on how much. A lot yeah. of people would think that. You know, there's so much about the world that we don't know yet. You know. Right. Okay, so Gary is tired. I think. What? Um, really are you saying here. you can't make a prediction? I'm just going to get another animal. If okay, you don't mind. sure. Okay. Now, what's this now? Describe who's this? This is a small panda. Yeah, it's um, is that a red panda? That's right. Yes, a small red panda. It's a baby red panda. Hmm. What's the panda's name? Pam. Pam. Okay. See. So you're grabbing the uh, muzzle of the panda there. Yeah, I just needed to look at me. Pam, stop. Pam, come on. Um, can we do this later? Hmm? Can we do this? Can we take, do this at home? Not right here. Pam, come on. Pam, I, was, I said I was sorry. What? Uh, what seems to be the problem with Pam there? We have. Um, she just hasn't really been doing a job lately, and I kind of gave out to gave out to her earlier on. And oh. So the answer is yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And how do you know it's a yes? Can, can I ask you that? Or so is that if you see the sun, sun yeah. um, shining down into her eye. Yeah. See that? And this is my pocket sundial. Right. And if I hold it up here beside the pocket sundial, I can make a shapes on her eye. Right. And then, depending on whether they look kind of like positive or negative or pretty or ugly, that's the depiction. Obviously, it's not that simple. That's why I'm running the training programs. Okay, right. Depending on whether they look pretty or ugly. So you you have quite a... Thank you, Pam. Thank you very much. Um, uh, So you have quite a menagerie of animals here. who, who's taking care of all of these animals but Mark, while Mark, you're on tour? I mean, it must be difficult getting them in and out of countries. Yeah, well, obviously my team is very large. I mean, you saw Damon, he's a human. And, um, mm. you know, there's others. I like didn't notice him. that about him, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the humans take care of the animals and um, most of us uh, are kind of partnered up with a selection of them and we... You know, we say they're our pets if we're moving through borders. Right. Okay, you say they're your pets rather than colleagues. Yes, we did Mm. originally say that they were our colleagues and it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare at the borders. Yeah, 
it would be confusing to most people, yeah. It took a lot of time. We missed a number of flights and a number of speaks, so, speeches. So, Luke, if, if, people want to, uh, if people want predictions from you, how can they get in touch? So, the best way to get in touch would be by email. Okay, do you have an email address? Yes, my email address is luke at gmail.com. Wow, you got luke at gmail.com. That's As pretty... I say, you know, I'm a real... Um, Innovator. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, I would have... Pioneer. I'm one of the first, generally, in a thing, so... Because, obviously, uh, if you're good at predictions, you you never last. Luke, I think you, know? you better go, because um, I see a couple of your colleagues there. Are they tiny birds? They seem to be running out into the road with a sandwich... Um, like, no, they, they're not mine. They're not actually. yours. No, no. That's strange. Okay. No, I don't use birds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Well, Luke, um, thank you very much for being on thank the show. Thank you, thank you. And um, if anybody wants to sign up to a community training course, email me at luke at gmail dot com. Great, great stuff. Thanks. Thanks. Hello, hello.